This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. Gordon, you're alive. I am alive, Larry. I am here. I am ready to go. I am uh, hoping the Yankees can score a couple of runs here. Uh, you never. Uh, let's not get our hopes up, right? <laughs> Relax. Yeah. <laughs> All right. When last we hit the music, Harvey, when last we joined Gordon yesterday, as we do our soap opera thing, you know, remember the old time radio, Gordon? Yeah. When sure. last we joined Gordon Damer yesterday, he was going into the forest to battle some wasps. What happened to Gordon today? So today I made a little stop to the, uh, the local Ace Hardware store. I picked myself up one of those uh, like industrial sprayers where you can kind of mix the components together. Not just a spray bottle, but it's like a big kind of thing mm-hmm. where I got my white vinegar. I, I followed the instructions to the letter, Larry. I have posted a video of the entire thing to my TikTok, at Old Man Radio. Okay. You can also find it on my Instagram. It's a little bit more edited there because you can only post so long on there. But mm-hmm. um, I got the white vinegar, one part white vinegar, one part water. Waited until uh, I think it was about 840. Went out there, had the flashlight, put my, my, put my winter coat on just in case. Smart. You know, just in case. And uh, I did the best I could. Now, the, 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 the hive is in like the middle of this really giant bush. So mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to operate, like pull down the branch without waking right. anybody up. But yes. I doused the hive. Okay. It was it was dripping, and and my hand was getting sore from holding down the um, the sprayer. Mm-hmm. So eventually, what I did was I just unhooked the the lid of the container, and then I just dumped it like a, a Gatorade bath. Nice. Like the '86 Giants, just dumped it right over the top. So if the white vinegar has any powers of neutralizing the wasp nest, we will find out. Okay. Sometimes so these you... things are a scam. We don't know. No, no, no. Just no, 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 no. I, this will work. The other side of this is the bush is gone. You realize that? It might be. The bush but if that's be... the price we have to pay, I will buy a new bush. It's cheaper than the exterminator. Absolutely, Larry. <laughs> I'll get my wife some seeds and say, sweetie, let's let's grow it together. And our tree of love, we can plant it right there. Uh, well, look, the, the white vinegar can't be as toxic as some of the, uh, no, the next no, steps. No, 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 I, no, no. I actually got a good look at the hive today. It's weird. You know, usually a hive is very symmetrical. You know, it's mm-hmm. like a, it's maybe not perfectly round, but... It has a symmetrical. This one, it almost looks like a um, tornado. Hmm. Like it, it, it's it's small at the top, then it gets big, and then it kind of has a funnel near the end of it. This thing really? is a monster. Wow. Yeah. So I I sprayed all the parts of it. I sprayed it down. I I I laughed, and hopefully <laughs> tomorrow I'll wake up and I'll have a lot of murdered wasps. That's what I'm hoping for. Now, was the screen door locked when you came back, or were you able to get back into the house this time? I was able to get back in the house. Uh, the wife uh, helped me for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. Just a little bit. <laughs> just enough. And then I turned around at one point. I, th- I was talking to her. I turned around, and she was gone. Uh-huh. She came out with me. Mm-hmm. But at some point, she said, I'm, I'm getting the hell out of here. Yeah. So, just in case. Just in case. Probably the right move. <laughs> No kid, no sighting of any kids anywhere. Well, my daughter was in the kitchen. She was very interested, but not so interested to actually go out and help. 
My son still doesn't even know we have a wasp nest. He's, he's so checked out. So, uh, but look, uh, the white vinegar, if it works, yes. we, this is the perfect test subject. I douse this. This thing was dripping in nice. white vinegar and, you know, some water. I, had, I think I'd, I had more white vinegar than water just slightly mm-hmm. because I figured the white vinegar is what's going to kill it. It's not the water right. that's going to exactly. kill it. Exactly, exactly. But we shall see, Larry. We'll find out tomorrow. And if uh, if this doesn't work, we're on to step two because we're under the gun. I have until yes. midnight tomorrow okay. to get this done. And we have an early show tomorrow. Yes, we do. So we're on at 7 o'clock filling in for one Dan Grassa again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that might that really kind of cuts down the width. It goes from going out there at 9 o'clock to going out there after the show at 10 o'clock. So then Ooh. it really becomes... I might have to drive the car into the wasp nest at that point. You might have to. I might just have to do it. You may have to. Or you can always call Uber and have them drive their car into it. (laughs) Right. No, just keep going straight straight up. No, this is a backyard. No, it's okay. You're fine. You're good. Keep going. It's my backyard. Go ahead. Keep going. Do donuts in the backyard if you want. Just get rid of that wasp nest. Well, uh, I I can't wait to, to check out. Old Man Radio on TikTok. That's yeah, the... Old Man Radio, at Old Man Radio. And really, that's where I want you to view it because I need the, the views. You, okay. know? you never want to put a TikTok out there and it gets like 200 views. You feel like it flopped. So yeah, no, no, this no, no. One, this one, I need some views. All right. And now, will there be a sequel tomorrow? Oh, yeah. Morning? Oh, will no, we we're definitely updating this. And, the, and if know. this works, uh, I will be celebrating. And if it doesn't work, I don't remember the name of the caller who called in and suggested <laughs> that, but I will find that out. And I will be calling him out. Because that's what we do on this radio station, apparently. Well, uh, apparently so. Apparently so. (laughs) Apparently so. And uh, what I also suggest is that possibly another line of work for you with other people at Beehives. You just bring your little vinegar and your Mm -hmm. little, uh, you know. I got to pay for this tub. This thing costs 25 bucks, Larry. I got to figure out some uses for it. (laughs) I'm sure you will. I'm sure you will. Well, Gordon, we promised folks we have a major announcement, so we should get that done as well. Yeah, absolutely. Let's do it. All right, Harvey, hit hit the breaking news sounder. All right, Gordon, you go first because your breaking news happens before this breaking news. Well, my breaking news is starting, um, I'm not sure what week it is, but during the football season, yes, the Saturday Gordon Damer show will be starting at 9 a.m., 9 to noon. I'll be filling wow. in for Dan. Dan's doing a lot of stuff here. He's doing the stuff with the Jets, which is a very long day, and uh, hopefully this, se- this season goes a whole lot better so it doesn't feel like such a long day, but uh, he's going to be filling in on Sunday, so he's not going to have his Saturday show, so I will be filling in for Dan throughout the football season. So a long run there, 9 to noon. Nice. So we'll, have, we'll have to cook up some new segments for that, uh, that move, what we do. I think I know this weekend, I said last weekend, and oh, my God, the phone calls, that set off, Larry. Uh-huh. This Uh-oh. weekend I am filling in for Dan. I know that 9 to noon. Okay. I am. I'm filling in, but apparently, I said that last week. I looked at the wrong schedule and the calls between the producers and John Winthrop, and Winthrop, <laughs> and me. I, uh, I I created a real tizzy. So Did you no, know? this weekend I'm 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 doing one this weekend, but this mm-hmm. isn't the start of it. It's a little bit closer to the football season. Okay. Now the second breaking news story we have, Harvey hit it again. And, and I think Gordon prefaced this very well last night. Some of you may be happy with what we're about to tell you. <laughs> some people are going to be ticked off. And some people, eh, not so much. Starting in September, Gordon, 
I don't I don't even know the exact right after date. Labor Day. Right after Labor Day. Thank yeah. you. ESPN New York tonight is extending. An extra We're hour. starting at nine o'clock. Still follow Dan Grasso, mm-hmm. but we will start at nine. We'll go from nine until midnight. How about that, huh? Isn't that great? Yes, absolutely. Extra time. More time with Gordon. I'm looking forward to it. Right. This is going to be fun. <laughs> this is, is. going to be fun. No, it's look, I mean, great. there's so many times where the show starts. Yes. And two hours, it just feels like. We're just getting rolling. Yeah, we're just getting rolling. And, and all of a sudden, it's over. So yes. now we'll start at 9 o'clock. We'll have a little mm-hmm. bit more time to breathe. We'll have time yes. to get more into stuff and, Absolutely. and do some new things as well. So, no, yeah. we're, we're definitely looking forward to it. A huge uh, opportunity for us, and uh, we are ready for the challenge. Yes. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Next hour, Gordon, apparently my name came up on the morning show. Today. Oh, that, and that's never good. <laughs> it's never because the people on the morning show complimented you. <laughs> it's never, there's never been a case of that. I don't know. I don't know why my name came up on the morning show this morning. I, I, have, I have a theory, but I'll save it for a little bit later on. Okay, and there's excerpts of, of what happened. Ray Santiago, my former producer, is involved mm-hmm, in this. Mm-hmm. I mean, what is going on? I just, I, I get the rundown, and I'm like, you, you saw the topic of the rundown, Gordon. Yes, I did. Rothenberg Dave Rothenberg versus, versus, versus what is Larry that? Hardesty. Yeah. What? What? All right, so we'll, we'll address that next hour. We'll address that next hour. Uh, Gordon, we got so much to get to. Lots to get to. I mean, it's unbelievable. Yankees, of course. Mets. <laughs> uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers saw the real jet offensive line today. <laughs> <laughs> if you uh, wanted to know when the honeymoon period ended, it's, it's I think the way. I, you could make a good case for April 9th. <laughs> or excuse me, August, August 9th, yep. April 9th. What am I talking about? Yeah. So you know, th- there's a little concern there. And Josh Hart is making a ton of money more than he Woo! made ever in Portland. But Gordon, we'll begin with the Yankees. And we'll begin with the Yankees because of an interview that – and Kay has always great interviews on that show. He and Peter did a great job today with Bob Clappish. And what was interesting about this, Gordon, is it, it – in a way, it kind of takes you inside what's going on, the mindset of the upper echelon of the Yankees. As far as what could happen, what may happen, what how are they viewing what's going on right now? And it was it was really, really, really fascinating. So I, I'll play one of them, which is which is really interesting. And uh, this is this is the one, Gordon, that was fascinating to me. Last place isn't acceptable. This is Bob Clappers talking to Michael and Peter on the Michael K show today. Here's what he had to say. No Yankee manager, and I'm going to separate this now between Boone and Cashman. It's not survivable for any Yankee manager to finish last. It's one thing to not make the playoffs, okay? You cannot possibly make it every single year. What Torrey did was uh, with an outlier. I mean, Joe Girardi didn't make it for four separate times, four separate different years during his tenure, but he never finished last. If the Yankees do finish last, I find it hard to believe that Aaron Boone will be back. At that point, I think Steinbrenner will force Cashman to find another manager. Even though Boone has another year in his contract, last place is just unacceptable for any Yankee team. Gordon, were you surprised when you heard that? Uh, no, I mean, it feels like it's kind of trending in that direction, right? We've kind of touched on that. I think some of the other shows have kind of feel – you're sensing where this is going and how does this story play out. And 
you would have to think that somebody's going to have to pay the price, mm-hmm. whether it's right or wrong. I mean, was Dylan Lawson really the, the problem with the Yankee offense, but somebody had to pay the price? Mm-hmm. He was the one that paid the price. So, yeah, I mean, there's nobody, it feels like, who covers the sport and the game of baseball quite to me as well as Clappish does because he, pl- he still plays at his age and he's so involved in, in that. And he also has been covering the Yankees for so long. He always gives you great insight. And it, it feels like this is the the way that it's, it's headed. So, if the Yankees finish in last place, forget about not making the playoffs. Mm-hmm. We brought up last night, if they finish under 500. And if they lose tonight, which they're losing right now, they'll be three games over 500. Wow. They've not finished th- that low in 30 years. So, yes, somebody would have to pay the price. So it does not shock me, but it is still kind of jarring to hear that there's the possibility that it could be Aaron Boone that goes. But what about Brian Cashman? We'll hear what Bob Clappers had to say next. It's Hardesty and Damer on ESPN New York tonight on 98.7 ESPN. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. I don't think Hal has the appetite for it, period. However, if there was only one year left, I think they'd be having a different conversation. I mean, Hal does not like to pay people to not work. I mean, it's just not in his nature to punish people, fire them. He's just not a punitive guy like his father. But I think that he would be forced to act if Cashman didn't have four years of job security. There would definitely be a different conversation. I think just for the public's sake, Hal has to show that he's doing something, that losing is not acceptable. So, yeah, theoretically, I think it would be a different circumstance. Bob Clappers on the Michael K. Show earlier today here on 98.7 ESPN. It's Hardest Thing in Damer on 98.7. And, Gordon, it's interesting because what it really means is if this season happened last season when he was in the last year of his contract, perhaps things might have been different. It, it's so his his answers. I don't even know if he knows this. His answers are so illuminating in terms of what the mindset is of Hal Steinbrenner mm-hmm. that he, he he Hal doesn't really want to fire Boone, but he he'll he doesn't want to make it seem like losing is acceptable. But what he's really saying there is he doesn't really think that Boone deserves to be fired. He wants to keep Boone, but he's got to do something. And mm-hmm. and the idea of well, he doesn't want people to think that losing is acceptable which is telling you that losing is acceptable. He just doesn't want you to th- want people to think that losing is acceptable. So he's going to have to do something, and so Aaron Boone will probably be the fall guy. I don't think losing is acceptable, Gordon, but I think it's okay if they don't – not that it's okay, but he can deal with not winning a world championship. He just can't deal with not being in the postseason to say they have a shot at winning a championship. But He's it, happy it, with sustainable success, Gordon. This is obviously trending towards them not making the playoffs. Absolutely. It would be an upset at this point. And there's no anger from Hal Steinbrenner. It's amazing that the DNA is linked to George Steinbrenner. Mm-hmm. Because, trust me, if this were, and again, I'm not trying, when George, if George were alive, but you would think that there would be family traits that would carry over. Yeah. And it, there would be anger. And it doesn't seem like Hal is really angry he just says, oh, we have to present to the fans that losing's not acceptable, so the the manager is the one who's going to take the hit. It's just uh, it's incredible to me that that it's even now he doesn't really want to. He's it's almost like he's looking for a reason to keep not him, to but him, yeah. he he can't. What is he going to do? He's got to get rid of somebody, 
And and the same thing goes, and it, it's only more so with Cashman. Mm-hmm. Cashman's like bulletproof. Yeah. He's good like to be the where he is. <laughs> it's good to be where he is. It is. Well, see, the oldest Steinbrenner son is closer to dad, dad's attitude, not Hal. Hal was probably one that didn't like how dad treated, you know, didn't, I wouldn't, if I ran the company up, and remember, because, you know, I don't think that he even wanted to be in this position. How? No, I think he it was just, supposed you know, to be Hank, right? Now yeah. Passed so, away and, you know, right. so, you know, once Hank passed away, he had to be, he had to take that spot. And, you know, he's trying to run it, quote, like a business, unquote. And then like a business, you know, you are, do we have sustainable success? Yes. Are we in the playoffs every year? Yes. So for him, that's the bottom line. Would he love to win the World Series? Absolutely. He wants to win the World Series on his watch. Of course he does. But if it doesn't happen, well, you know. These things happen, Gordon. That's how he looks at it, apparently. It, yeah. Um, and and to be clear, as someone who lived through the George Steinbrenner years, his approach a lot of times was wrong. He, he was too far the other way. Mm-hmm. He was too intense. Yeah. He, he, people didn't have a, a, a chance to, to kind of get the, their, their bearings because he was firing people every year. The manager, the GM, the pitching coach, the hitting coach, this guy, that guy, scouts. I mean, it was, <laughs> it was too much. But yeah. now they've kind of gone the polar opposite where they've swung it the, the other side way too much, where it's mm-hmm. too lenient. Yeah. Again, Brian Cashman's been on the job for 25 years. Aaron, and I'm not telling you Aaron Boone has done a good uh, – he, he, he's, he's a good manager, but you can't look at this group and say he's the reason why they're three games over 500 or whatever they are. No. He, he's got some uh, accountability for, the, for their struggles. Yeah, but when you look down the when he's looking down the bench to try to fill up a lineup oh. card, he's got to be shaking his head. <laughs> yeah, it's it's it's, oh, it's Cabrera, it's Greg Allen, oh. it's Ben Rorvit. I mean, come on, what are we talking about? I know. And, and baseball, really, I remember Max Kellerman, our former colleague, saying this. It is absolutely true. Each sport is different in that who really runs the show. Like the NBA is a talent league, right? You have to have the, the players, the individual star talents. They're the ones that really kind of run the league. Baseball, that's a GM's league. It's not a manager's yeah, it league. It's a GM's. The GM is the one that really has the input of putting the, 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 the success or failure is really based on how good your GM is. And I'm not somebody who's always thought that Brian Cashman was terrible, but it's hard to excuse the last couple of years. Every movie is made pretty much has been bad. Yeah. And how he's not the one that's going to take the hit for this, uh, it's just, it's certainly, the, the, the main culprit of this is not Aaron Boone. But if, they, he's, if he gets fired, fans, I'm sure will, will, will rejoice because they're the, that's the one that they, a lot of them blame primarily. But for no other reason, the reason why Aaron Boone is here is because of Brian Cashman. Absolutely. And to further your point, Gordon, Managers are even less responsible now with, with oh, analytics absolutely. and stuff. They're absolutely. even less responsible. Absolutely. Even less, you know, less accountability than well, they've had ever before. The reason why Boone got the job was because they were looking for somebody to be more collaborative. Mm-hmm. Right? That was what cost Joe Girardi. He had too many opinions of his own. They wanted somebody who was going to be all on the same page. And what page is that? Their page. The front yeah. office's page. <laughs> Not the. Ma- it wasn't like, hey, let's find a page together. Mm-hmm. It was, hey, you get on our page. Yeah. And uh, that's why Aaron Boone, I mean, that's why Aaron Boone, 
I have a hard time criticizing for a lot of things that people criticize him for because I think it really all kind of stems from the front office. Yeah. You show me a really good coach or manager, I'll show you a guy or or a woman that's got some really good talent (laughs) on their roster. Got some really good talent. I mean, uh, Phil Jackson, he didn't want to coach anybody unless he had Michael and Scotty and Shaq and Kobe. (laughs) (laughs) He did a good job of that, yep. He wasn't trying to coach the Knicks. He wasn't trying to coach. He wasn't trying to coach this team. No. He wasn't doing it. He knew it's not going to mess up my my legacy. <laughs> For all the times that people say, "Hey, is, is Phil ever going to coach the Knicks?" There no. was never a chance of him never. coaching that group. No shot. One eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Lots of calls. We'll come back and talk to you next. You're listening to ESPN New York tonight on ninety eight seven ESPN. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. Gordon, let's take some phone calls. Let's do it. Uh, Let's go with Tom in Medford. Tom, you're up first on ESPN New York Tonight. All right, thanks for taking a call right off the bat there. Excuse me, I'm going to have to exhale. uh, Stanton just struck out, right? uh, What a surprise. Wow, shocker. Wow. So, yeah, I knew it was going to happen. He's still a sucker for the outside pitch. You know, it was always going to be. All right, let me just vent for a second okay i'll try not to take too much time okay so i was thinking to myself well best case scenario you're not going to start severino again tonight are you and i saw earlier in the day that he was going to start then they changed their mind they decided let's go with a bullpen game okay and hamilton was going to start okay so i said to myself oh well maybe that'll mean severino's not going to pitch at all okay wow that's good then i found out no he's going to pitch second so I said to myself, what's possibly, what's Boone thinking? So he's saying, what, probably he was saying to himself, well, if he's not, maybe by not starting him, he'll take pressure off him, he'll settle down a bit, we'll pitch him second. And I said, no way. That's just going to delay the inevitable. And I said this initially before the game. Now, this is not a second guess. So what happens? Let's quickly go batter by batter. First batter almost hits a home run. One bounce against the wall. Second batter hits a uh, ground ball up the middle. Nice play by Torres behind the bag. Off-balance throw. One out, runner on third. Now it's up to Severino to get a strikeout or a pop-up and keep the runner at third. Of course, he gives up a single. At that point, I would have come out as a pitching coach. I also would have had somebody warming up, which, of course, kills your bullpen, but what the hell. Anyway, pitching coach did not come out. What happens with the next batter, left-handed hitter? Gets a bomb to right center field, home run. Pitching coach still doesn't come out. He finishes the inning with two strikeouts. Okay. Then he starts the third inning. And I'm saying to myself, why is it? Do they need this game or what? Why is he starting the third inning? All right. Now, let me just say this real quick, then I'll listen to you. Okay. I think, all right, you're saying it's not all Boone's fault. And it really is. He can't control the batters and how terribly they're hitting and whatnot. Although he kept playing Donaldson more than he should have. Okay. Definitely. I think. Early in the in the season, he overused the bullpen, and it's going to rear its ugly head right now. He was like a child in the candy store, uh, and you know he was saying, you know, the reports were saying, oh, he'd love to go to the bullpen, and he did. He constantly was going to the bullpen, so I think they're not as fresh as they would normally be. Okay, uh, going three and four innings every every time, just about early in the season. Okay, it kept them in the game, of course, but you're going to hear, you're going to feel it. Right now, yeah, I hear what you're saying, Tom. But here's the problem, Tom. And thanks for the phone call and your venting. He had no option. 
Yep. I mean, Gordon, he had to go to the bullpen early. That's what kept them. That's what, how they got games won. Yep. I mean, nothing he's saying is wrong. Um, nope. And here, here's gonna here's another shock. And you know, talk about Stanton striking out. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna believe this, but the plan that the Yankees had for Luis Severino didn't work, Larry. I know that that's gonna also come as a major surprise to everybody. <laughs> but like the, all these things that you're blaming Boone for, is it Boone or is it the front? Like, do you think Boone said today? You know what? I think we're gonna use an opener tonight. Mm-hmm. I, you know what? I think uh, I, I think that Severino. What we'll do is we'll bring him in in the second inning because yes. his first innings have been so bad. It's not like any of the innings he pitches is all that great. The reason why he stinks so much in the first inning is because that's the first chance the team gets to look at him. <laughs> his pitches are right in the middle of the plate. So know. if it's the first inning, the se- whenever the, team, the other team gets a chance to look at Severino, they're going to score runs. That's, that's been the trend. So I don't I, understand. Yeah. I, I, I'm lost, Gordon. I know. Okay, I, I I'm not an analytical person, but if you bring him in the second inning, it's still his first inning, right? Well, <laughs> I would have understood if they took and not again. It's not. It doesn't make. It's not going to fix anything, right? But if you had had Hamilton throw the first and the second inning, yes, and then yes. you get him to face the bottom of the order, exactly. Grandal, Colas, and, yes. uh, and mm-hmm. whoever the last hitter is, um, yeah. That would make all right. Let's look, let's see if we can make it a little easier on him, right? Yeah. But the way they did it, they put him in in the heart of the order. Yeah. Four five. <laughs> I mean, what are we doing? Screwing up again. That's what we're doing. <sighs> Screwing it's, up again. And and, and and it's not just that decision because again, as bad as he was, he only went two innings. Um, the defense has been terrible. They've had. They have had the bases loaded. I, I want to say lot. they've had the bases loaded eight times in this series, Larry. It can't, it can't be eight. But every time they've had the bases loaded, they've not scored. It's unbelievable. And see, that's why you can't afford to give up a bunch of runs. You know your, your team is not scoring runs. Right. Well, so, I, I, again, so when he talks about, you know, why is, he, why is the pitcher goes up, you're pulling him out. I, I, yeah, I understand the bullpen's exhausted. I understand. But Gordon, he's right. Don't you need this is this is really crazy. Don't you need the, a game to win the game against the White Sox? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I mean, but you can't have Severino you can't have the guy go two innings. No. I mean, you're burning out your entire bullpen. Severino, his ERA now is 8.06. That is the highest by a Yankee through their first 14 appearances in franchise history. In the history of the Yankees. No pitcher has been worse through their first 14 appearances. In it to win it, Larry. I think he, I'm, I, you got to shut him down, Gordon. You got no other option. See, this is what, like, when people are like, why are they sticking with this? Why? why? They don't have any better options, apparently. This is what they think are their best options. Now, I, I would have to think there's somebody in the minor leagues who gives you a better chance to win the Severino. I mean, uh, it, it, you could pick somebody. a guy out of the stands and he would give you a better chance to win than Severino right now. It's crazy. Uh, you can't keep putting him out there. Yeah, I know. And, and what's and, the plan? Yeah. Just to start him in the second? That's the great plan? Yeah. Did anybody think, hey, we'll start him in the second inning and he'll be much better? Yeah. The only people that thought that, unfortunately, <laughs> are the people running the organization. Yeah, and they're backed against the wall. No Herman the rest of the year. No right. Rodon probably right. the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. You're lucky you got. I mean, you're lucky. Nasty Nestor's back. 
And and right. he's only going to maybe probably only give you five, maybe six the next outing. Yep. Maybe. Yep. So after tonight, assuming nothing changes here, you will be three games over 500. And struggling. Yep. Against the White Sox team, you should dominate. Oh, I mean, come on. They're one of the worst teams in the sport. And the, the story's out of their clubhouse. It's like uh, the the Bronx Zoo without the winning. It's like chaos in there. Nobody's yeah. holding anybody accountable or anything. They've kind of, uh, with the way that their season's gone, they've kind of cashed in the chips. And yet, they're hitting, the, they're clobbering the Yankees over the head every night. Again. Again. Sp- Spike's in St. Pete. What's up, Spike? Well, first of all, congratulations. If I had my druthers, you'd get all five hours. But uh, an extra hour is uh, one less hour after watching Yankee games. By the way, what's the, what's the guy's name they got from San Francisco who's been hurt and has an ADRA? Oh, Rodon. Rodon. Yeah. Wait, 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 Gordon. Don't jump the shark. Give him 14 starts. He'll be the second guy to join that uh, club. He's over eight also. And yeah, the kind of left is going to get into the rotation. Mark my words. What a joke. What a well, they, joke. Can't put I, they can't put IKF in the, in the rotation because they need him to start in center field every single night. Well, can't you move? Yeah, no, yeah, I'm, I'm just kidding. I, the Bader's back no, right you, now, but I'm sure Bader will be hurt here before too long. No, I, I know you are. But you, if he came into the game, and, and I watched the video, uh, it's a very well done. Uh, just you have a shop back? Because if you do, bring it out tomorrow. You don't want any eggs laying there. You, know, yeah. you got to shop them. Yeah, I hope it works out. It's very yeah. cleverly oh, done. But anyway, uh, what I would do, if you can put kind of Falefa in and you had to pitch the three outs, get three batters, then go back and play somewhere. And if he can play any He's anywhere, our Otani. Yeah. yeah. He is. He's <laughs> our version of Otani. He plays the outfield, <laughs> and he pitches on a semi-regular basis. Does Otani play the outfield? No, he, not, he doesn't anymore. Outfield. He DHs strictly now. Yeah, you got to save some. Anyway, listen, break a leg, lots of luck. More of you is better for the host station and for everybody. And I'm proud of you two guys. As Buddha gave you guys the name of all guys, uh, it's like all gang. You know, we really look forward to the program. And you guys have developed a great bond together. Uh, just out of nowhere, it just really bonded really well. And uh, how's the Poison Ivy, Larry? Uh, getting better. Getting better, okay. Spike. Thanks for asking. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks for the phone call. Yep. Uh, less less itching, Gordon. It's a pleasure. It's nice. Oh, it's a little bit of a relief, right? Because oh, when you're going through it, you think to yourself, "Oh my God, how am I gonna uh, how am I gonna make it another day?" And I have it on both le- both arms and both legs. Oh, I went. What's wild the worst spot? What's the worst spot? That well, I guess there was other. It wasn't there. Yeah, no, it wasn't there. <laughs> it wasn't it's, there. It's just as well, right? Uh, yeah, not public doing that. Uh, the back. Would probably be because you can't reach it yeah, to you scratch can't get it. To it. Yeah, yeah, that's like, bad. as you know, that would yes. be the one. Right, you know, that would be the one. But that's pretty bad. Uh, bottom legs. Um, in, I arms feel. Inside. I feel like anything near my ankle. Yeah. Anything near the like the bottom, I, I, and then I just start scratching the whole leg, even the parts that don't have yes. anything. Yeah, it's true. It's true. And I went out today, Gordon. Back to the garden. Back uh-huh. to the backyard today. And as soon as I went out there, mm-hmm. everything started itching. Oh, that, sorry, mentally. sweetie. I got to go Just back mentally. in the house. Just sorry. Me- so I came back in, lathered up with some steroids. Uh-huh. Oh, baby. There you go. Good to go. All right. <laughs> Whatever works, man. You got to get it. through it. I understand Barry. The clear is great. Barry, <laughs> he's on to something.
He was on right. to something. He'll be ripping trees out of the ground before too long. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the rage is, I'm waiting to see when the rage comes. Yeah. That, that's going to be the interesting part. 1 800 919 3776. More calls next on 987 ESPN. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. The Yankee game is over. The Yankee game is over, my friend. Well, I think at this point, I know we'll do it uh, on the show, but we'll have to wait to hear the thoughts and opinions of one Aaron Boone. Oh, it's going to be fascinating tonight. Yeah, I can't wait to see where this goes. Oh, it's going to be great. We we had a bunch of uh, opportunities tonight. We we really put ourselves in uh, a, a good scoring position yes i mean we went over seven with runners in scoring position but still we put the guys in that scoring position and that's, that's right that's the key saw some things from sevy saw some things from <laughs> i liked his pitch shape he had really nice pitch shape on some of those yeah saw some things from sevy yeah uh, it's really starting to come around that second inning oh yeah. it was much better than the first mm-hmm. much he only better. he only needed like 48 pitches to get yeah. through those two Answers with Aaron. Yes. The the, the, the pregame show. <laughs> Answers oh with Aaron, the God. pregame show. What a mess. Uh, before we get to the calls, Gordon, if I were the prosecution in a case in court, uh-huh. and the idea was why we should keep Brian Cashman, okay? Mm-hmm. As a prosecution, I would call this witness, Harvey Cruz, to the stand. And Harvey, testify what Brian Cashman did last year trade deadline. All right. So this is the the day by day. This is in order here. So on July twenty seventh last year, they got Andrew Benintendi. Mm. Okay. Remember, he broke his hammer bone, then playing the playoffs and all that right. stuff. He was he was average for the Yankees. He was having a very good season for Kansas City before you got him. An outlier of a season for Kansas City, and then the Yankees got him, and he was he was okay. And, and mm-hmm. certainly, considering what they have in left field now, it's great. He, he was like Babe Ruth <laughs> compared to what they're throwing out there on a regular basis now. But okay, I'm sorry. Continue. And uh, they didn't resign him, of course. He's in Chicago, obviously. Right. Uh, on August first, Scott Efros was acquired by the Cubs. From the Cubs, yep. From the Cubs. And uh, apparently he's, he's, on, he's on undergoing. I'm guessing he's still under Tommy John surgery, recovering yes, from that. He's he's out for the year. Yep. So he's out for the year. August second, we know this guy Harrison Bader, mm. or Jordan Montgomery. He's mm-hmm. with us still, thankfully. Yes, he's with us. I mean, again, is is a, an average player offensively. He's a very good defensive player, but in terms of offense, he's he's an average player. Mm-hmm. And um, these two guys, I'm not sure if anyone's heard of them or seen them lately. Uh, their names are Frankie Montas and Lou Trevino. Um, the Yankees gave up left-handers Ken Waldichuk and J.P. Sears, right-hander Luis Medina, and second baseman Cooper Bowman. Has anyone seen them? Well, Sears, uh, and what was the other guy's name, Waldichuk? Yes. Um, those guys are pitching in the majors. Um, the guys that the Yankees got are not. <laughs> 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 and and nobody is upset that Montas is not because he was a disaster. <laughs> he was. He was hurt before the Yankees got him. And and you you listening to the Yankees, you would be led to believe that he got hurt again. Yeah. He was healthy when the Yankees got him. Yes. He was terrible. Uh, got but hurt. then he got hurt again. Because he, he wasn't was hurt the whole time. No. He got hurt because he was terrible. Right. He wasn't hurt the whole time. It just right. turned out that he was hurt. Got came back. Yankees acquired him, got hurt again. 
There's also one last one here. Uh, Clayton Beater was acquired for um, trading Joey Gallo to the Dodgers. And he's actually a highly regarded prospect in the Yankee system right now. Take mm-hmm. that for what it's worth. Yes. I mean, Gordon, that that's not good. Oh, terrible. And this is off the, the, the... Gallo Rizzo. Right. And, Tag team. And then, and then before the season, the, the whole Donaldson IKF. Yes, absolutely. So it's not been a good couple of years for Brian. Not a good couple of years. Not a good if you were in that sports court and you were Brian Cashman's defense team, you, you would not be bringing up anything over the last two years. Got a lot of, term- got a lot of work to do. Oof. You're going way back. Yes. Look at the consistency of the team. Right. You're, you're, you're starting do. your opening statement with four score and seven year ago. You were going yeah. way back. Yeah, you're starting with four championships in five years. Dynasty. Mm. Dynasty under his mm-hmm. watch. Yes. Dynasty. Nobody has done that since. No, not even the Houston Astros have done it since. Yeah, it will be interesting, but he would be, you know, shown the door. I, I'm interested, would Yankee fans, because they were portraying, a, a, you know, painting the picture today on the K show, about if they could just get in, they're going to face the, the Twins. Yes. Would Yankee fans rather get in the playoffs this year Face the Twins in the first round. I'm not going to tell you what they do. Maybe they win. They, they generally have mastered the Twins in the past. Maybe they lose. I don't know. But get in and face the Twins, but you know that Boone is coming back. Or would you rather miss the playoffs and know that Boone is gone for sure? Interesting question. 1-800-919-3776. Or on X at Hardesty ESPN, at Gordon Damon, at ESPN NY, 98 underscore 7 FM. Back to the busy phones. Uh, let's talk to Lonnie in Harlem. Hey, Lonnie, you're next on 98.7. Uh, good evening, uh, Uncle G and OG Larry. Uh, first of all, <laughs> I heard what happened this morning. I don't really, I'm not really going to discuss that. But listen, if the celebrity death match goes down, you know I'll be there to watch. So, so will the company. And listen, you got that clear, maybe, you know. <laughs> I don't know. You might, like you said, when the rage comes, you never know, OG. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. But listen, Larry's bench pressing cars in the backyard right now. <laughs> I know, right? The poison ivy can't stop this man. No, no. nothing. Maybe can. you should, mm-hmm. maybe you should send him in the backyard, Uncle G. He could. He might be my next plan. You never know, Larry. I might be making that call. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now listen, o- Uncle G. Like, quick question: How how do you like your toast? Do you like it lightly toasted? I, I like, like a it light like toast. A light... Yeah, I like I like barely I... toasted. Well, clearly the Yankees like to be burnt because heavy <laughs> is smoked. Holy Christ! I mean, they put this guy in in the second inning, thinking that this was going to be like. Didn't we go through this already in the playoffs with David Garcia and Jay Hat? Like, what are we doing? Like the Yankees really need to get out of their own way. This didn't work then, so why would it work now? This man's ERA is about the, the same number as a child. Like it, it, it makes no sense that they didn't think that it didn't work in the playoffs where it was embarrassing then. So now you send Sevilla out here to embarrass himself again, and then the guy didn't even give up a hit nor a run, and you take him out. It's stuff like that this. makes Once no again, sense. It, yeah. it, 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 thank you, Uncle G. It makes no sense. At least keep this guy in until he starts getting shelled. Because you, like the, one of the other callers said, you're delaying the inevitable. You put Sevian, whoop-de-doo. It's like, it's like, 
it's um, I, I don't even know what to say because it, it's, it's stuff like that when you're watching the game or when you're listening to it or whatever. You get so disgusted because, once again, the Yankees just do stupid stuff like that. If it didn't work in the playoffs when you needed the game then, you need the game now and you still do stupid stuff. So, once again, as a Yankee fan, how do we like our toast? Because we are getting smoked out here with no butter. And you might as well give Stevie some strawberry preserves so he got some sticky stuff on his hand. Maybe the pitches will come out better. I'm done. Can't hurt. You guys All right, have Lonnie, a great thanks night. For the All right, Lonnie. Call. Thanks for the call. Wow. Uh, Robertson, yeah, the, Massachusetts. The What's Yankees up, right now in terms of toast, they're that piece of toast that gets, like, stuck in the toaster and you have yes. to unplug it and, like, yeah. take the fork or the, the knife and get it out there. Oh, God. It's a disaster. You, you guys just asked a question, and I'll answer the question for you. I hope this team loses every stinking game the rest of the season because as a fan of 53 years and a guy who grew up 25 minutes from Yankee Stadium and went to games my whole life, I am embarrassed by this organization. And the biggest loser of all time, the biggest jerk, is Hal Steinbrenner for re-signing Brian Cashman and Cashman for, for re- bringing Boone back. I have never seen here's, – here's a stat for you guys. Three for 24 with one reason scoring position in this series. I mean, the best they can do out of the minor leagues is to bring a switch hitter who stinks from both sides. And that was Waldo Cabrera. It's 204. And then we have Kyle Agashioka, who's also a minor league guy who should not be a major league catcher. I mean, all this analytics and all this stupid thinking has ruined this game for me. And I love baseball, guys. I loved it as a kid. I mean, Joe Pepitone, you know, he wasn't the greatest guy in the world, but he gave me a uniform when I was a three-year-old kid because my, my friend uh, Irene's mom, uh, excuse me, his sister was married to Pepitone. And you know what? I mean, I started loving the Yankees my whole life, but I'm embarrassed. Except for Aaron Judge and Anthony Volpe and Bader and Glaber Torres, the rest of this team is garbage. And it's I hear you, Robbie. Sorry, you I'm up against the show. clock, my friend. Up against the clock, sorry. But I hear your frustration. I do. It's not easy, Gordon. It's not easy when you when you watch your team that's really been built on championships play like this. We'll continue the conversation next on 98.7 ESPN. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN.